Burn that rubber like I'm Michelin Five star food that I dish to them Chef's that gone when I whip into the kitchen And I switch suits like I'm Mr. Ben Ten ten give a shift up to fifth Blues in the rear and I'm swerving the mains like Tokyo Drift Took a shot, but he missed Then made love to the grain and kissed the girl Bust the word, I dodge your case So I flip the bird, grab the bing Get back to work and I'm switching lanes And I black out hurt I'll hurt him One thing's for sure and two things for certain Money gets made in the packs I'm serving And mess with a cake and I bet I'm a burger Welcome back to Wobble Fergie Do Podcast. I am your host, Olu Jimmy, joined today by Mr. Francis. Yo, yo! <laughs> and the man who loves to introduce himself. A maestro first of his name, father to dragons, Papi Chulo, Nostradamus, the one and only, Neo from The Matrix, John Wick 4, 5, and Stores album almost done. God damn. You guys, you guys haven't gotten your invites for the album release party. I, 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 got, I, got, I got mine already last month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but Yo, would you go check your spam mail? Maybe you maybe you haven't looked yeah. yet. Uh, my oh, okay. here was your father, your father, father to dragons. Father to dragons. Okay. <laughs> Not all fathers have <laughs> kids, you, you know. I have a good accomplishment. Anyways, anyways, uh, how's everyone doing? Everyone doing good? Uh we're in Toronto at the moment, you know. Reporting live from the 416. It's been amazing. It's been such a good time. It's been blessed. It's been a minute since we've been back in these ends. So, you know, I can't complain. Francois, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I left Toronto already. Toronto was nice to me. Shout out to all my Toronto guys and girls. Um, that was a great time there. But uh, back home, um, it's getting chilly, by the way. In like the mid 15s to 20. So brace yourself to the father of dragons. Winter is coming. Hey, you know, I'm cold as ice, man. Come on. Come on. I know I'm father of dragons, but I'm cold as ice. You know, the cold doesn't bother me anyway. I do not know. But yeah, it's but, been a, it's been a, you know, a pretty tough start. Like I don't think we've had a pod since United actually started the season. So it's been a pretty tough start for us, man. Um, obviously we no had shit. the game against Wolves. <laughs> we had the game against Wolves where we won one 0 but the performance left a lot of people feeling very uh, weary and very. It was very. Um, underwhelming I, I guess would be the word i would use underwhelming but we got three points you know and then we had the game last weekend against tottenham um and before i get into like what i think my thoughts are on the game francis i'll just come to you first is like obviously we lost the game so people who don't who don't know we lost that game two nil um two two goals that were scored in the second half by tottenham one by Saar, the other by was an own goal by martinez um you know, let me come to you, Francis, you know, and you take it any direction you want to. You can either talk about the two games for the season as a whole, or you can focus on the Tottenham game or pick aspects. So, you know, uh, what have been your thoughts so far, just based on, you know, the two games, the performances and your outlook on United, where you think we're, we're going through it? Um, I think so far you can see the similarities between the two games. And ju just to confirm, Maestro, you can hear me clearly, yeah? I can hear you, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there's been similarities between the two games. Um, I, I think it's been pretty much copy and paste. Um, maybe the Tottenham game it was a little better in the first half uh, from a United perspective, but um, the overall game, I think you can say the same story. Um, the biggest worry for us is the amount of chances we concede. Um, in a game, it's it's absolutely alarming. 
and the way teams just run through our midfield, um, ETH has a perspective. ETH, oh, it looks like we have a spy. A spy has infiltrated this recording. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, it looks it looks like um, ETH had mentioned something about the 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 disconnect between defense and attack. Sure, I mean he's more technical than we are, but from what my eyes seen, I just feel like the midfield is um, pretty disconnected. A lot of people play in positions or they are found in positions where they're not supposed to be, and once we lose the ball, it, we lose the ball of always extremely high up the pitch. And once we lose the ball, it looks like we're just so disorganized. And the run through between our midfield, it's like the same thing. You know, Matthias Nunes, Kunha, whatever his name is from Wolves, yeah. they did the same thing against us, um, against uh, when we played Wolves. And then if you go to Tottenham game, similar. Um, Sa and what's the other guy's name again? That was at Brighton. Uh, Bissouma. Bissouma. Those two guys, the exact same play, running us through midfield. And it's like, positionally, where are you guys? Like, I see a lot of players running around, but they're not running around in the right way. They're not, they're running like headless chickens. You know, Mason Mount, he has mastered the art of looking very busy on the pitch. Kudos to you. You would, I feel like you would make it in the corporate world because you, you are, you are faking it till you make it. But, but I can't really just put the blame on him. I think there are a lot of players that have underperformed. Um, look at Anthony. Anthony, and I mean, someone someone has said Anthony is going to have a breakthrough season. He's going to break through in hell because that guy is absolute garbage. Garbage. Decision making, you don't have. Physicality, you don't have. Common sense. Akonuche, that's what they call it in Igbo. You don't have. They give you the ball. You are thinking of the best way to trap it. Who the fuck is looking at you? Who is looking at you? I can't wait for the verdict on this year, this year personal matter to come up because the same treatment they gave Greenwood, they must give you too because I, I'm tired. I'm tired of your shit. That guy is not making it at United and I'm not placing a curse on him. He has placed it on himself. He's not <laughs> going to make it at United. Fucking idiot. I'm going to fix your acne on your face, man. You're getting paid a lot of money. And you have pimples at your age. Then, Ganacho. Ganacho, be careful. Be very careful. Don't, don't let me switch sides on you, Ganacho. <laughs> Not to talk of Rashford. <laughs> you see the thing with Rashford there. Eh? Rashford will play rubbish, play rubbish. But then because he has 30 goals behind him, we'll say, okay, you know, Rashford will come alive. He's the next best thing since sliced bread. Rashford, your days are... Okay, let me, let me just stop there. <laughs> because you, the, the kind of football Rashford has been playing, he plays a lot of big boy football. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the guy. Run, man, press, push, like do something. I can see why, you know, ETH would say there's a disconnect between attack and defense, and it probably does start from them. Their pressing is not as crisp, and it it maybe makes the midfielders push high up to come and cover some of the spaces that they've they've left or the spaces where they are supposed to be. And then that now creates huge distance between defense and attack. And our boy, Casimero, that runs like he's carrying a fucking school bag. Like, what did you do during preseason, bro? You shaved your beard. Now you, you think you, it's brand new you. Be careful, though. Be careful. <laughs> and, and Martinez, that one has not recovered since, since he broke his foot injury. He's coming back, kicking air, not doing anything. Wambisaka, look sure, look sure, look sure has not seen a, a, a burger he didn't turn down. In the canteen, I'm sure he's always there, 7 to 9 p.m., eating burger, eating burger. Now you have injured. Oh, yeah, he's injured. I forgot. 
What about that? No contact injury. Idiot. Um, guys, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't I don't. I've, no, I've it's, it's, it's been like a trying start to the season. I think you know when the season started. Uh, in general, I feel like I've been more optimistic than most people. I think you guys were uh, wary about what you expected to see coming into the season. I'm maestro, you too, you, ah. you, you've led and said enough. You've led and said enough. <laughs> Please be careful with what you say now because I might, the same one giving others, I might just give you. If, if you try and repaint the picture and try and say this or that, this or this, you are getting it. Pause. <laughs> First of all, I forgot to mention um, Luke Shaw and um, what's his name? Mason Mount are actually injured. So since the third time of game, and both of them, well, Mason Mount is scheduled to come back after the international break, I believe. Luke Shaw is probably going to be out for longer than that. And we still don't have Malasia back. Uh, we still don't have, so, so to your point about the striker, uh, um, Ten Hag has confirmed that we won't have Hoyland available for this game. There was some speculation that he might be on the bench against Nottingham Forest and we might see him in some capacity, but he won't. He will not be available. Um, I think Marshall is fit. He, I didn't he came on in the last game, so you know there's a chance that he might be able to play. I don't think he's ready to start. I don't know if he ever will be. So, as far as like the game itself, but the game. So I think to your point already with the Wolves game, there are two issues here that I'm looking at, and I, I don't know that, that everybody sees it the same way I see it. I think a lot of people are talking about the midfield, and when you watch the games, like you said. We're getting run through through the midfield, especially like that. Extremely um, big gaps and spaces, and there's a disconnect right now. I think a lot of people are looking at the new formation we're playing, not necessarily formation, but just the new style of tactics that we're using, and saying that because the place that we have the most amount of change, obviously, is in the midfield. So people are saying like, okay, is the addition of missing Mount a problem? Is this style of playing with two number 10s the problem? For me, I've always gone to the fact that even if it is a problem, I want to see what the version of what we're supposed to do is and then say, okay, this might not work. I don't feel like these players have executed what the plan is. Now, for me, that, that starts with the coaching staff, right? Because when the players look so unprepared, I can't even really look at the at the players for for like obviously yes there are a lot of people who haven't played well, but again it's very hard to even judge what you are seeing because you it's very clear that whatever you are seeing is not actually what it's supposed to what the style of play is supposed to be, right? Like I'm looking at I'll start with our wingers actually for me right the wingers for me are the problem because you see like even against. Tottenham, like you looked at what Kulusevsky did with Shaw, just isolating him one-on-one, -on -one, for me, that is all, it, like that's the biggest thing a coach can do for you as a winger. It's not to give you open space where they, there's nobody around you. It's to isolate you with your assigned defender and now this is where you make your money. And I think when I look at Ganacho, I think he's, he's made really poor decisions. I think on his end, obviously he's young, and he's still coming up. And like I, I think I mentioned this, I said I thought he would have growing pains in his second season. I don't think he's at, at this point in the season, like before the end of the season, maybe it changes. But I don't think at this point in the season, he's ready to start the games. I think you've seen two games. And for me, it's like the decision making, like he's always trying to take on people. And maybe sometimes, maybe a one-two is better. You know, maybe sometimes you hold up the ball and you get somebody to overlap. You know, I think Wambasaka has been good defensively and I, it's very hard to be angry at him defensively. But I don't know that either, you know, the, from what I can see, it looks like teams are, are forcing us to play through our right side. And on our right side, we are the weakest. Like Anthony has been, I've defended Anthony because I, 
I thought he would come into the second season and it would be better. I think Anthony, it's two games, so I don't want to get crazy, but he's looked really bad in the two games. He offers no attacking threats. The, the funny thing is he holds the width, but he doesn't, he doesn't offer any threat. Like, as soon as he gets the ball, even when he gets the ball in space, he's not picking the right decisions. Like, the way, actually, a number of times, the thing that makes our game look even worse is that when we got the ball, like, in the first half, especially against Wolves, against um, Spurs, we won the ball high up a lot. Like, when I watch the game the second time, you actually forget. But the problem is you, these guys get the ball in, high, in good spaces, and we're not creating anything of substance. We're letting the team recover. We're letting either Spurs or Wolves recover. And the decision-making is poor. And so for me, again, I go back to the coaching staff because I'm like, the players cannot look this unprepared. The second thing for me, again, not even getting to formation or anything like that, is just the level of fitness. We look tired, especially in the second half. Like the second half against Wolves, I, I was like, man, we look physically incompetent, like physically compromised. In the second half against Tottenham, I thought mentally and physically we looked tired. Mentally because we would get the ball and we would be rushing like to, like trying, like Martinez is playing through passes. Bruno is playing. And I'm like, why, why do we keep blasting the ball forward? Like Rashford is not a target man. Like build up, like actually try to create something. Yes, yeah, one go down. But it doesn't mean that like you need to start panicking and it just felt like we were trying to cheat the process so for me i've been i've been disappointed with the preparation of the players and i think i can i can definitely blame players because they haven't played well but i don't even know that what i'm watching is what i expect to see and i think that goes to ten hag and his coaching staff and i've been very quick to give ten hag a lot of praise and i believe in him so this is not me saying that i want a change or no 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 i still believe in ten hag but i think you have to call out when the players look so unprepared like brighton is a team that doesn't have the resources that we have or, or i would even say the level of technical players that we have and they look ready for the season they've had a coach for exactly the same amount of time that we have now i don't think brighton is a better team than us i want to say that because a lot of people you know they they slurp brighton like oh you know i I think they're not on that, that level. They're not on our level. But they look prepared and you know exactly what they're trying to execute. And we have really good players. I don't think Casemiro is as bad as he's looked. I think Bruno has been really, 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 really poor. And again, in terms of attitude, in terms of execution, that's where I look at Bruno and I'm like, you, you have to set the tone better. Yeah, and you can't be the first person that is throwing through balls when we're one goal down and the through balls are not, are just like hopeful balls. You are getting, you're losing the ball, you're getting fouled, you know. But again, it's, it's very hard for me to judge. So I look at Casemiro, I look at Mount, I look at Bruno as the three people that it's easiest to pick out as scapegoats because the midfield is not, the midfield looks porous. But when the manager says, it's not just about the midfield. It's really the attack and the defense. To me, that says that, okay, there are rules of play that are being executed and it's not being executed by the entire team. But who's responsible for making sure that those rules are executed? Ultimately, it's the coach. So I, I'm, I'm expecting a much better performance. I think Roy Keane made a good point the other day. To me, it's, it's, it's worrying. And again, it's not just on Ten Hag. But like it's not just in the Ten Hag era we've seen this, but it's very worrying that when we're at home, we're such a different team because it's like the energy that we get from the crowd. But as soon as we go away, our levels just seem to drop, you know, and I think that that consistency that we've been talking about needs to be more present. So, Francis, for you, I guess we're playing Nottingham Forest this weekend. I believe that game is in Old Trafford. Do you have... So before we even get to Nottingham Forest, is there something that you want to see either in the transfer market or within the team that you think could make a significant change to the way that we're playing or what 
the 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 things that we're seeing happening right now. Um, oh, <clears throat> how long do I have? Um, it's like there's I just want to see a lot, but um, being realistic, I, I think in midfield we do need bodies, man. Like um, Casemiro's fitness has been a question, I guess. Uh, or there's a question mark around that. And we just need someone that can push Casemiro because um, I, sometimes I feel like complacency brings a lack of um, drive to, to someone. Um, and if you know that there's no one behind you that can push you, you can afford to do whatever you want to do. So I, I don't know why, you know, we've not signed someone of equal ilk or, you know, just below someone that can give Casemiro a run for his money. Um, because... To, to be honest with you, I I don't think Casemiro can play all games for us this season. And if he does, either he gets um, into positions where he's going to be carded a lot, or you will see his performances as similar to what you've seen in the past couple of days. So, um, I, but I need. I think the thing with Casemiro, just sorry, that I'll let you continue. Is if you remember last season too, it took him a few games to get up to speed as well. So just bear that in mind as well. Like I, I'm, I think if he gets a run of games, I'm a little less worried that, about him. But yeah, continue. Yeah, sure. I, I, if he gets a run of games, but then again, you also have to consider if the team as a whole keeps playing well, then yeah, he might end up playing well. But if he gets a run of games and we're playing shit, it will get worse. It will get worse because he will just get frustrated and start tackling people. And yeah, it, it, I, I think I, we need you know, a player that has the qualities that Casemiro has, but also the capacity to also hold the ball and um, pick a pass. Because Casemiro, in as much as, yes, sometimes he can pick a pass, he's, he's too too much in a hurry to, you know, he has those Bruno traits where he gets the ball and he wants to fling it immediately. You know, sometimes we need a bit of calmness in that midfield. And I think, not even sometimes, that should be one of your biggest quality in midfield. Being able to read the game and being able to be calm under pressure. We don't have that player. We don't have anybody that can do that in United's midfield. And I think that's what you should be looking at. If you look at all the teams around us, they have that player, right? If you look at City, they have Rodri. They have um, Bernardo Silva. Um, even Kovacic, whatever his name is, to an extent. Arsenal, similar. They have Pate, they have... Now they have Declan Rice, they have Odegaard. Um, who was uh, Chelsea? They just got Caicedo, they have Enzo Fernandez. People that can hold the ball in United, who can hold the ball? I think nobody Casemiro can't hold you. Yeah, even I saying even Bruno for you to say, it. for you to say you think they can do it, that means there's a no, question because mark. We've seen him do it like again when, when Casemiro was playing well for us last season, that was what we were saying about him. He was able to dictate the game. Now, he ha hasn't been that guy towards the end of last season, and he certainly hasn't been that guy to start the season. But you made the point as well, right, that the whole team is not playing well. The whole team I, is I, I, I agree the whole team is not playing well, but if, if I call other teams, you can confidently say this person does it. Even if they have a good game or a bad game, you know what they can do. But with Casemiro and these guys, you are saying, I think they can do it. I think they can do it because you've seen glimpses of them doing something here and there. On a consistent basis, they cannot do it. And me, I know yeah, Casemiro cannot do it. Teams as well, like they, there's a different style of play, right? It's like we're not, not the team that is trying to be like super possession-based. Like we're not trying to play like Arsenal or like City necessarily. We're more like Liverpool, right? Like... So, so even even those other teams, look at Bisuma, look at what Bisuma did against Casemiro, for God's sake. Bisuma yeah, that but, we thought was gone. Yeah, but the first half wasn't like that, right? Like, again, in the second half, Tottenham dominated. But against Wolves, in the second half, they also dominated. So, so I keep going back to, it's not really just a case of, like, we're two games into the season. We expect to see that they have a start of play like mount is a different addition to our team so even as fans we don't know what we are supposed to expect a hundred percent like i have ideas that okay we're going to play with advanced eights and we're going to have casimiro behind and we and for for that to work 
we also need our wingers. Like for me, again, I keep I, like it's not that the midfield is a, the midfield is a very obvious weakness, but it's so obvious that for me, it almost feels like it's too obvious. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it, the problem isn't the midfield; it's just the symptom shows up in the midfield. Because again, like you talked about Rashford, you talked about Anthony, you talked about Garnacho. Like these guys have offered absolutely nothing to the team. Even when they get into good goal-scoring positions. And, and in the Tottenham game, we had numerous good chances to score. Like Bruno missed that header that he should never in this life miss. You know, Anthony hit the bar. Rashford had a chance. Garnacho had a chance. Like, especially in the first half. I'm not saying Tottenham didn't have chances. But if we're scoring and the midfield is porous, I can kind of understand. But it just feels like we almost have two separate teams. Like, the, the strike is doing whatever they want, and nobody talks about them. Right? Obviously, you've mentioned them today, but, you know, in general, I'm saying they are not getting any attention at all. We just talk about the midfield, and at least I'm seeing the midfielders run. Maybe, like you said, you, you said Mount has mastered the, the act of looking busy. All of them are running. Like, the, the people I see run the most are actually the midfield. And I feel bad for them, not because I think they are not to blame as I well. I don't see Cass running. Seen the work. I don't see Cass running. But anyways, I, I think we, we digress. Um, yeah. Back to your question, what would I what would I do? What would I change? Yeah. I think I started off with midfield. I would add a, one or two players in midfield. Do one have, or two players. Have like names that you can provide us? I, I mean, the, the names circulating right now, like Amrabat has been there since June. June, bro, the guy is waiting. Like, I don't understand. Why, why, why can't we just pay 20, 20 million for this guy? Are we that broke? Ah, God. I'll, I'll pick Amrabat for sure. I'll pick Amrabat for sure. And, like, even this matters, Nunes boy that is in Wolves. If, if, if not for money, bro, that, I'll, I'll, go and, I'll go and cop that boy. That guy is a baller. He's playing very well. It, like... See, look at City signings, man. They they they, they lost Mares, they got Doku. They lost Gondogan, they bought Kovacic. They lost Laporte, they bought Guardiola. Back, back, back. These are the guys that have a plan and they're sticking to the plan. Like, Maguire is threatening us here that he's not going to leave if we don't pay him 12 million. Now they say they are going to run his contract down. Like... Man, sometimes in United, man, they need to understand some costs. Just, just take it and go. Take it and go. Cut your losses and then start afresh. Start afresh by not giving stupid wages. So that when it's time to, to, to get rid of these people, it is easy to get them, get rid of them. We sold nine players and all of them cost in total 30 million pounds. Golly. We didn't sell nine players, by the way. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> secondly, the other place I would like to um, reinforce is in defense. Um, I think we need to get rid of Maguire. Uh, once we get rid of him, we need to get someone there. Um, and third, thirdly, um, the Anthony's position. Man. The news that broke this week um, regarding missing Greenwood's decision um, oh, okay. you know, whatever happened there has happened. It's time to move on. And I'm sure people have their opinions and whatnot on what they think United should have done. It is what it is. But now that we've come to the conclusion that Mason Gray will not be playing for United, I think it's time to get a serious right footer because what we have there is a bitch. And we can't play this season with a bitch. Like, we can't, we can't finish our competitive bitch, bro. It's we, not possible. We, we, found the, we found the new bitch. <laughs> ah, my God. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, Anthony pisses me off, man. And I, I don't know. He feels like he's two steps ahead of everybody. But, bro, you're three steps behind. You're three steps behind. People are running on the counter. This guy gets the ball and just comes to a complete stop. Everyone is raising their hands like, like, what's going on? What's going on with this guy? But anyways, we need someone that can either play that right wing very well or, you know, um, provide um, cover areas within that front three. 
Rashford, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm tired of seeing him play nine. Rashford is not a nine. He's not yeah. a good nine. He does not understand how to be a nine. He I will never understand how to be a nine. I don't think it's a matter of even understanding. I'm, I'm worried that it's just, he doesn't, he plays like, he plays like he's frustrated. That's what I'm saying. He has this non-challenge like attitude. Yeah. Yes. He has this non-challenge attitude towards playing number nine. And again, let me let me rephrase that. He has this non-challenge attitude towards football in general when it's not working for him. Then it is now worse when he's playing number nine in a position where he doesn't want to be in. And I think it, 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 it Mashale, God will punish you. This is all your fault. <laughs> this is all um, your fucking fault. Let my boy cook. <laughs> Like this guy has been at United in what since what 2014, <laughs> 2015, almost nine years, and we always we always think Marshall is a new signing. Like we just signed him two three years ago because we've never seen him play enough. Yes, we're celebrating Marshall has has joined the team in 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 training. Where would you, are you supposed to be before? Eh? They're calling you adult, senior player, you're carrying shoulder, senior player, you're carrying shoulder. Mumu. <laughs> oh, gosh. They should snap um, that jersey from him. He should be playing with no, no number on his back. No number. Because you are not one of us. On your resume, you put you play for Manchester United. Go, you, you, let, me, let me catch you. Anyways, um, Hoyland, I hope your back is recovering well because we need you. We yeah, need you. I'm kind of worried that it already appears that we need that guy because he's, he's a young guy. Like, I'm not saying that. I, I don't even know how good he is, so we'll, I guess we'll see him when, when he starts playing. But it just feels like a lot of pressure. You know, like, ideally, you want a player to come into... Um, a team that is functioning and can add something, but it's not, they are not dependent on a, on a young player, right? Like, and I just feel like by the time he gets in, you know, if we, are, if we don't improve, we are going to actually need him to provide something that some of these senior players have not provided. And oh, again, Larry. it's a shame because I just think, you, yeah. You, you made a very good point. Thank, and thank you for, for, for bringing that up because there was something I wanted to talk about. I I, I feel like um, this might make or break Hoyland in the sense that if we're not playing well, everyone is going to depend on Hoyland to do something. And the pressure of that, plus the pressure of playing for Manchester United, might, might break this guy. Because, you know, everything will just revolve around how many goals has this guy scored? What are they doing? Da, 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 da. And then he will now be playing out of character just to prove a point. And you already know once that happens, it's already going downhill from there. On the flip side, if the team is playing well and it's just a matter of you know, putting the ball in the net, I'm sure this boy will, will do something there. And once he starts scoring, you know, it would, it would help him improve over a period of time but it can it, it can quickly go the other way it can quickly go the other way and i'm really really worried eth has to manage this well and he needs the support of marshall or another striker to come and take off some of the potential burden that might appear from not just united fans but from social media as a whole you know and that alone you know can can make or break someone's career so yeah, I, I wish him the best, but I, I, I can see this being very tough. Uh, to me, I also wonder if that's one of the reasons why ETH has tried not to rush him into the team as well. You know, I, I think under different conditions, he could probably have started playing. It's not that I don't think there's an injury there. It's just when I've heard it described, again, he was training. Now he's training with the team. You know, it's. I think... It's it's actually to just help him get into the team as well. You know, I don't know how much of a preseason he had, but 
yeah, for me, I'm I'm hoping that I see more from the team this week. Again, we can talk about signings. I do agree with you. I would like to see at least one more signing. We've been linked with Ryan Gravenberg pretty aggressively these last few days. We've also been linked with um, what's this Moroccan guy's name again? The guy in Florentina, Amrabat. Right. Mm. So for me, it's like you know, I, I would like to see at least one of those signings in. Mount is injured. He's going to be out for a few weeks as well. So um, I don't know who comes in now. You know, are we bringing Scott back into the fold? You know, it'll be interesting to see what the formation and what the what's what starting lineup for against Nottingham Forest looks like. Um, but with that in mind, I think we can. Oh, Jimmy, I, I guess. We can I was going to ask. To I don't know again. I'm just. I've been in and out because of my network connections. I apologize to the fans. But um, what? I don't know if you guys covered this already. But what do you guys think or of ETH saying the issue is not the midfield, but the issue is the defense? Oh, when oh, yeah, they we, asked him about when they asked him about we, the gap between the defense and the midfield, that the midfield are doing what they're supposed to do, but it's the defense not catching up to the midfield. What do you guys think about that? Or oh, I don't know. Did you guys discuss that already? Yeah, yeah, so we, we went through we, we that. Touched on that what, already. what what do you think? I guess you you can come in here and because that's what we just finished. Well, I about. guess that gives us a different perspective because you know I think you, from what all of us have discussed, it seems like there's just too much space in that midfield, right? And it seems like Casemiro Casemiro is just being isolated. But if Itch is saying that that's how he's supposed to play, but the issue is then the defense actually just moving up a little bit, then that kind of changes my perspective a little bit, right? Um, I, so I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, don't I, I feel the same way. We talked about the wingers. Francis is also still worried about the midfield. Uh, but, I, you know, I think obviously there's the defense. Like, no, there's nobody. The only person that I can look at and say has played well for us is Onana at this point. Everybody else has, you know, had a shaky game here or like a support game there. And, you know, it's just not been good enough. So for me, you know, again, I go back to the coaching staff. You are the ones responsible for preparing yeah, yeah. players to show up and play. As fans, we can try to look at the style of play that you are trying to uh, you know, you are trying to put on the field. And then once we know what we can expect to see, it's easier to actually hold players accountable for whether or not they are playing well. Right now, you know, based on what you're saying too, it's like do we know if it's the midfield that's the problem, if it's the strike that's the problem, if it's the defense? Nobody's playing well. Everybody looks disjointed. That is unacceptable. Yeah. And that's where I agree with that's you. That's to me, me if the is saying, like, the defense is not doing what they're supposed to do, and I'm like, okay, then what have you been teaching them in preseason? Yeah. You know, and so like, that's why do we, why on do you we to make sure that they are, they are up to speed. Yeah. And, and, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the Nottingham Forest game. Nottingham Forest game seems like a very good get-right game, even not just for United. It seems like a get-right game for almost anybody in the league, right? Because they're Nottingham Forest. But I, I think we can pro- we'll probably see more a little bit more improvement. But I think my concern from day one is just the way we played. And I think Francis has always just said this, even since the season, that like Casemiro is having to do too much and he's old, man. He's not going to last the season if he keeps playing. If we keep playing is 31 or 30, actually. I he's know, 30. but like, it's not like he's like he's like he's. Well, how many games has Casemiro played in his career? Like, how many Champions League finals has he got into? How many long seasons has he had? You, you're looking at age, but you're not looking at the amount of games or minutes he's, he's actually put on that body, right? Yeah. It's not just about the age. I I I, I don't I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that, but I just think I I again to your point. I feel like we're asking him to do too much. And then he just looks worse. Again, like, look at what Basuma was doing last weekend. What? Me. God damn it. Yo, that... <laughs> did you see the way he turned Casimir up? But, but, the, but the funny thing is, this is not a surprise. If you watch preseason, we played the same way. You know, and me, I always just use the sample size in front of me to analyze how things are going, potentially going to go. You know, it's the same thing. The game versus Lund when they, they chipped the goalie that we lost 1-0. It, it, the pattern has been the same. You mean we where played we won 3-1? Thing. Was it 3-1? No, the yeah, one that we yeah, lost 1-0. Yeah. 
No, we won that game I, that the goalie got chipped though. Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. There's another game, shall? No, no, no. The Dortmund game. The Dortmund oh, okay. game that was like three two okay. or something. Yeah, three two. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The one that we lost. It is the same pattern because we try to create chances up front, and in 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 trying to do that, we forget what's behind. And once we lose the ball, the the run through our midfield is always the same. It's like yeah. going on a straight line, and nobody's following yeah. in. The so pattern is the I same. Was I was watching this uh, T4 um, video on on our our pressing, and it looks like from what those guys were saying is that teams know how we want to press up front, and then once they get past our first line of pressing, our midfield is just wide open. And it looks like that's what's been happening over and over for the last two games too, is that we try and press up front with uh, Rashford, Nacho, and uh, Anthony, and then for some reason it's so easy to get past those guys that the midfield is just wide open and you just see people just striding through the midfield. Like that Wolves game, if Wolves like had a like a decent striker, just a decent striker, they might have just scored us four goals. <laughs> because they just kept bombing through that midfield. But anyways, um that's neither here or there. Like they, we can't change what's already happened. Um do you guys want to move on to the do you guys have anything you want to talk? Do you want to move on to the Nottingham Forest game? Yeah, I think we can move on to the Nottingham Forest game. Yeah, what what day is that game, Seth? Actually, let me check real quick. It's on Saturday. Is it on Saturday or Sunday? I think it's, it's tomorrow. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday at 8, 8 a.m. Ooh, 10 a.m. this time. All right, so we're playing at home, so that's good news. Um, what do you guys think? Well, first of all, Mr. Mons is, is, is away, is uh, injured. So who do you guys think is going to come in, in, in for Mr. Mount? Did we already discuss that, like... My money's on Scott. I don't, I don't see anybody else. Maybe I don't Ericsson think I have an option other than Scott. What about Ericsson? There's Ericsson now. Oh, Ericsson. Sorry. Yeah, go back to the way we started last season. Yeah, Ericsson. Ericsson, actually, <laughs> I think. I think Ericsson starts. The, the, um... I was saying, like, Ericsson, just because, like, you might have to change a little bit for me, because what happened last season is that Ericsson was playing a little bit like deeper, like it was more of a number six, I guess, because he was just spreading the ball to Bruno. So maybe Bruno will go back to his natural position. What I don't do think, think? Uh, Ten Hag is going to change the style of play. You don't if I'm being so. honest, like he doesn't seem like the kind of coach that will give up on his plan just because it's not being executed until... I think, okay, last season, let me be fair, last season, the exact same thing happened. At yeah, the I was going to say last season, it was... Changed. Both, you know. But I think that was yeah. very new. I don't think this season with the preseason... It's like, if you revert at this point, then what's your plan for the season? You know what I mean? Like, are you just reverting for a short period of time? Are you reverting for the entire season? So I, I suspect we're going to see... Obviously, different personnel, but same, same, same attack, same plan of attack. And we're at home as well. At home, we're more likely to dominate the, the possession. This is not set in stone, but we're more likely to dominate <laughs> the possession. You know, and because of the support of the fans, we're more likely to actually have energy, sustained energy through longer um, periods of the game. So, we'll see. What are, what are your thoughts, Francis? Do you think... He's going to stick to the formation he's been doing with two two high uh, eights, or do you think he's going to make adjustments for this game? Um, I think with the profile of players, he will make a little bit of adjustments. If Ericsson plays, then Ericsson will not be that high up because even when he's below, he can't even run back, not to talk of when he's high up. So I think he will, Ericsson will play like the way he played in the last, last season. Um, other than that, I don't expect that much more changes. Maybe on the left side, where Luke Shaw is injured and Malasia is injured, um, I, I, I oh, tip yeah, Dalo, Dalo to come in for him. And um, yeah. I, I have a surprise on who's actually starting up front. But wow. yeah, we'll maybe talk about that in our lineup. Um, yeah. Secondly, I, I think I've watched Nottingham Forest this season, and they're not as easy to play against as yeah, you, you actually not. think. It's not even like that. Last they're season. not easy to play against. 
they are not easy to play against. Like you, you have chances against them. You might score, but they also have chances. They have three threats up front in the Nigerian guy, Awoni or what? Well, yeah, Awoni, I think that's his name. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Langa, oh, yeah. it's the Langa. Oh, oh yeah, and Langa they have a Langa. Back home. <laughs> yeah. Langa so back home. It, it, it's it's not. I don't see it being a. a, a you know, a, a ride in pack for, for, for United. But, you know, we're playing at home. We have the fans. Our home record is good. Um, but, yeah, if United is just relying on home record, then they they will be in for a real shock. I guess, yeah, I guess the same could be said about Wolves too, because Wolves, that's, like, we would have said Wolves would have been easy because they, they just, you know, got a new manager like a couple of days before the season started. So, Going by that logic, you're right. Like we might we might be in for it for another long game, but let's let's go straight into our line, lineups. Um, I'll go first. I almost said Dagi and go. <laughs> Onana and go. Wambataka, Varane. Oh, actually, do you guys talk about Varane being linked to to Saudi? Nah, Varane's not going anywhere. anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, Fabrizio came out you to see. He doesn't do think like about it. Might be Loki trying to get rid of Vara. No. 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 Okay. All right. So Vara posted a picture Onana. kissing the badge now. Okay. Onana, um, Wambisaka, Varan, Martinez, um, Dalo, Casimiro, Eriksen, Bruno. I'll go Rashford play 11, Sancho force 9, and I'll go Anthony. That's my starting lineup. Francis. Hmm. Um, Onana and go. Wambisaka, Varan, Martinez, Dalo. Midfield, Casemiro. Eriksen. Bruno up front. Ah, I'm tempted to say Marshall, but I nah, man. Say... I don't think it's he's gonna start him. He hasn't started any game. He might come in as a sub, I think. But anyways, is your is your lineup like so? Yeah, Marshall, Rashford, Anthony. Marshall Lino. El Maestro. Uh, I'm going to go with Varane, sorry, Onana and go, Varane, <laughs> Martinez, um, Wambasaka, Dalo. In midfield, I'm going to go with Bruno, Eriksen, and Casemiro. In attack, I'm going to go Rashford on the left, Sancho on the right. Martinez, sorry, Marshall, Matak. <laughs> wow, struggling, man. <laughs> All right, we'll go to scoreline predictions. I will go, whew, can't seem to stop people from scoring us, but I'll go 2 1 to United. Francis? Mm. Ah. I don't know, man. I don't trust. I don't trust this United. I don't trust United. Well. We need, we need, we need a Shout out to, to Francis for getting his prediction right the last game, too, by the way. Got to touch on that. What was his prediction? I think it was 2 0 for Spurs. We didn't, do, we didn't do one for Tottenham, though. We didn't do. Did you do one for Tottenham? We did in the group chat. We did oh, the oh that doesn't count. Oh. Oh, come bad, on. I take it back. I take it back. It was 2-0. 2-0 in the group chat. I'll, I'll crop it and paste it on, uh, on the story so fans can see. Um, so this one, I'm going 1-1. One, one. A draw? Yeah. Oh, Maestro? I know, I know. Maestro, I know. I Maestro, I've, I've had I to reassess. To we had to go back. Oh, you've had to? Wow. Nah, nah. We can't lose you. <laughs> no, because you know, remember I said we were not going to concede in the first three games. And I barely got that right against Wolves. We can't, we can't, we can't remember, Larry. You said it lost. 
Uh, but it's true. Hearing from me now. The only I, time we I hear from you is keep something very, you know, extravagant. I trust you. Uh, let's let's leave extravagant for now. You know. Muchos muchos loco. I'm going to go three one to United. Bro, come on, man. If you know how I'm feeling inside, <laughs> three one is conservative. Uh, uh, all right, three one. Um, yeah, I don't think we have any midweek games, so our next game is next weekend, right? I believe so. I don't even know who it is, but let's face yeah. the one that's in front of us first, man. Don't we have after coming soon? I think before Almost. the international break. Or maybe I right after the international break. I, I think anyway, losing Shaw before before this international break might be a blessing. Before us now, might be a blessing in this guys because Man, Shaw has been anonymous. No, no, no. Like no, I, no, no, I'm saying I'm saying like people are online crying that you know Shaw is gone. Shaw is gone. Is is he Shaw that will be crying oh. for? Who's Shaw? That's next. Oh, Saka has his number now. That's what I'm saying. It might be a blessing in disguise oh, to put, play someone else. Who doesn't have his number? Everybody is playing against. <laughs> who was it against Wolves? That once they isolate Shaw, he's just he has this hesitancy that I don't know when when it started. He just starts backing up. I'm, uh, you know what? Anyway, that's, yo. So we have, we have us now, and then we have Brighton. That's not might be the thing that we need exactly. Actually, to get out. Oh, and Brighton at Brighton. No, and then writing back to back, yeah. So, but you know, Mitoma and Wabisaka, I know Wabisaka will have Mitoma. It's, it's just that or that ring that I. Well, I guess that bright, Brighton beat us to woman the way last season. <laughs> but did they beat us when it counts? When did, does it count? <laughs> the Calling Cup final, no, no. The Cup, the Cup, the Cup. No, we played my penalty. We won that penalty. We played Newcastle in Do it when it matters. Effie Cup, Effie Cup, sorry, not Calling Cup. Oh, in Effie Cup. Uh, but when, when yeah, it matters, because why we did we win? Yeah, because we didn't get to the finals, right? Yeah, but the final that we still lost. I mean, again. Anyways, um, yeah, so thank you all for listening to the uh, to this episode. Um. Please give us a follow on socials at what we can do on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less than five stars. Man, keep it to yourself. This is not the time, please. You know the vibes. <laughs> we won. Vibe. <laughs> All right, thank you. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.